Welcome to Rooftop Perspectives, inspiring Christ followers to join Jesus in his mission in their everyday lives. Welcome to Rooftop Perspectives. My name is Michael Brewer. This is my good friend, John Whaley. Welcome, John. Well, it's good to be back for another week. Of course, um, we didn't sit here, folks, for an entire week um, waiting to come back on. Um, I've been I'm, I'm right now as we're recording these. I'm with Michael in his upstairs home in Knoxville, Tennessee, upstairs in his office area. And we're just having a great time this weekend talking about ministry and, and get ready to share another episode with you. Of yes. Rooftop Perspectives. We're always glad that you've joined us for Rooftop Perspectives and our prayer is that God's going to use Rooftop Perspectives each week to inspire you to join Jesus in his mission, where you live, where you work, where you play, and to engage people with the gospel as you make disciples who make disciples. As John mentioned, today is, is part two of a wonderful interview and process with a good friend of ours. And so for those folks maybe didn't see last week, um, Remind them who we're mm, talking amen. with. Well, if you didn't see last week, first of all, you need to go back and watch last week. Um, last week's episode was Sammy Tippett. Sammy is a, a, a leader among leaders, an incredible man of God, whom God has used um, literally all over the world and is still using. And, but, 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 man, Sammy has just been on the forefront, Michael, of revival and awakening, yeah. not just in the United States, but literally in nations around the world. He is... Um, he is currently preaching some of the some of the largest evangelistic meetings in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, he's proclaimed God's message of peace. We mentioned last week um, Burundi, Rwanda, um, Romania, the Romanian revival. Um, Sammy was right in the very middle of mm-hmm. that. Yeah. He talks about that in, in these in these conversations we had with him. He's a preach evangelistic events literally from his home using um, using using the internet. And digital broadcasting um, to live audiences in India, 25,000 plus people strong attending those. He's created discipleship videos for social media pages, over 12 languages, um, with an average of 6.5 million views every single month. He's the author of several books. And at the end of this um, broadcast today, we're going to talk about some of the other things that that he has done that you can learn more about Sammy and be a part of his ministry and so today we just want to pick up where we left off last week in our conversation. As I sat down with Sammy a few weeks ago, we just talked about life and about discipleship and about prayer and revival and what God's doing today. So this is part two of my conversation with Sammy Tippett. So sit back and enjoy this time together I had with him. So, you know, it all it all begins with prayer. And that's been my heartbeat and passion for years. And even at the rooftop, I mean, that's the core um, even as we begin helping people join Jesus in his mission is it begins with God, what do you see in my life and what do you see in my city? Yeah. How can I become a part of that? And, 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 you know, that that's our tagline joining yeah. Jesus yeah. in his mission. Um, and from your perspective, what does that look like every day for a Christ follower to join Jesus in his mission? What, what does that look like? Well, you know, um, there are, certain spiritual things that it looks like. And then I think it's worked out differently for every one of us. But the the spiritual things is I think there's going to be a new lifestyle of prayer. Mm -hmm. Uh, And when I say a lifestyle of prayer, um, not rushing in and rushing out of his presence, but ordering our lives in such a way 
that we have time to spend with him. And, uh, you know, that that's going to be the, the word of God is going to be a major part of that. Because, you know, I, I mentioned that that um, prayer is the communion of two hearts, the heart of God and the heart of man. Well, how do you know what's on the heart of God? <laughs> the word, word of God. And so, so you know, the word is going to be central to prayer life. Many people think that prayer is talking to God. That is a part of it, but it's only a part of it. Uh, a lot of it is God speaking to us. And how does he speak to us? He speaks to us through his word primarily. There are other ways, but he primarily speaks to us through his word. So, uh, you know, the word as in, in prayer, there's going to be that, that lifestyle of prayer that will develop. And what that means is a reordering of our schedules. Yes. Years, years ago at the, at the Cove, uh, our ministry had for many years had helped sponsor uh, the, the Heart Cry for Revival Conference. And, and it was at the Cove and, and I was one of the leaders and, you know, presenters and all at the conference, but we had a prayer meeting in the early morning. And in one of those prayer meetings, the Lord just spoke to my heart and said, Sammy, I mean, I, I pray and I prayed, but he, the Lord just said, Sammy, you, I mean, you, you're just rushing in and rushing out and okay, I got to get through this thing. And uh, you, you need to sit down and look at your calendar and X out. And, and the Lord just put it on my heart that I needed to, for one week to pray three hours a day. <laughs> I said, Lord, two things. I don't know what to pray for three hours. And wow. secondly, I don't have three hours to pray, <laughs> you know, and, and the Lord just put on my heart seven days, not the rest of my life, but for seven days. And it was, it was so good because what I had to do was I had to take you know, my schedule, my calendar and look at it and say, okay, what can I get rid of here? You know? And what I discovered was I had a bunch of junk, you know, I'd say, okay, yeah, there's, I'm busy doing this and this and this. And I was, but I had a lot of junk in there too. And so I had, it, it caused me for seven days to look at my calendar and rearrange my schedule so that I could have time not to rush in and rush out of his presence, but to really meet with him. And, and so we're going to have to reorder our calendars. And I think this is the hardest thing for say, what does it look like? I think Christians, Christian leaders, pastors, people like me, we get so busy doing the work of God that we lose that, that, Amen time with God. And, 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 and that was something that happened in my life that was the beginning of a restructuring of, of my lifestyle. Uh, and so when you put something new in, you've got to let something old go. And that's a, a matter of priorities. Okay. What's most important? What's next most important? What's next? And some of the, a lot of the things I was doing very important, but nothing is more important than my relationship with God. Amen. Not, so, uh, so that, that's one thing. I think another thing is application of the word. One mm. of the problems that we have, uh, I think in, in Amer America, we are a knowledge centric society. And especially with Google, <laughs> YouTube, yeah. 
and I'm I'm the world's worst at okay. How do I do this? And go to YouTube. <laughs> how I how do I get this done? You know, and and that's great. I mean, I, I and I'm not belittling it, but what Jesus told his disciples was to go and make disciples of the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you not just teaching them what I've commanded you, but teaching them to observe what I've commanded you. So I think we, we need to have an emphasis. Uh, when, when we talk about revival, revival is saying yes. Revival is an act of obedience, uh, a new obedience to Christ. So that, that works out in not just getting the knowledge of the word, but starting to apply it in my, on my job, in the way I treat people, in my interpersonal relationships, in my integrity issues, my ethical issues, all of those things, you know, I'm taking the word and not just knowing the word, but applying the word Amen. in all of those situations. So it's, it's going to look like a new, a new walk of obedience in, mm. in our daily lives. And um, so, you know, that, that would be the things that I'm saying. And then of course, you know, the things of, of relationships, it's going to work out in relationships, you know, because when we talk about prayer, uh, if there's broken relationships, you, your prayer life is, you're, you're going to wonder, what do I do with three minutes, not three hours? <laughs> if, if, <laughs> if that relationship in there, because it's going to be stale. But when that relationship, those relationships are clean. So you, you, it means keeping up to date in our walk with God and our walk with others. Amen. And I think that foundation is so critical because I think in the church, one of the mistakes we often make is we tell people, go out, share your faith, make disciples. But if you don't have that foundation there of that relationship with God, spending time with him every day, listening um, as well as, as speaking to him, and then that time in the word and and I'm glad you brought out the obedience. I remind people constantly that God's love language is obedience. Yeah. He said, yeah. if, you, if you love me, you, you will obey me. And, 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 but if you don't have that foundation, the rest of it has no power. The rest of it has no effectiveness. And, and you just are going through the motions. And, and I think that that is so critical. If we're going to join Jesus every day and what he's doing around us, we won't even be sensitive to what he's doing around us. If we're not spending time in prayer, in the word, and we're beginning to live out the word in our life each day. And man, I think that 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 is so, so critical. Um, well, one of the questions I was going to ask you, and I, and I was praying through these questions, and this is one of the ones that God just really laid on my heart. If you if you could share um, one message to the church today and you were given the opportunity to share one message to the entire body of Christ, what would that message be? I I think I think that it it would be a message from Luke 24 or Matthew 28 when you think of Jesus and um he lived a sinless perfect holy he came God clothed himself in human flesh lived a sinless, perfect, holy life, died on a cross, was buried in a barred tomb, arose from the grave, and now he meets with his followers 
And what does he tell them? Well, to me, whatever he says to them is what we ought to be saying to others. I mean, yes. I mean, we ought to be saying everything he said to them. But man, I mean, this is the starting place. You know? and, and so what did he say to them? In Luke 24, he told them, he says, you are witnesses of these things, the, the death, burial, his death, burial, and resurrection. And he says, go and proclaim this good news of repentance and forgiveness to all nations, to all people. Repentance comes from his resurrection, is, is, is granted because of his resurrection. We can't change ourselves. The repentance is a change. But by the power of his resurrection, when we put our faith in what he did uh, when he rose from the grave, it gives us the power to overcome. And then his death on the cross brings forgiveness. So that, that message, and then he said, but wait in Jerusalem for the promise of the Father, and which is prayer. So there's, there's this mixture of prayer and evangelism as his key message. Then you go over to Matthew 28, and there's one other element, and that is discipleship. Yeah. So prayer, evangelism, discipleship. Now you say that's three messages. Um, it's, it's, um, it is three messages encapsulated, or maybe what I would say three points to one message yes. that he gave his disciples. Um, and, and, and I, for me, uh, the spiritual multiplication is important if you understand what spiritual multiplication is, uh, that it's not just merely uh, multiplying, but it's spiritual multiplication. It's the very first thing that God commanded man when he created man. He said, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. This was before man and sinned. This was before the fall of man. So man was in relationship with God and God's desire was that this whole world be filled with people who know him, who walk with him, who love him. Of course, we know what happened, man sinned. So what did God do? <laughs> he wiped out the whole population and started over again with Noah. And what was the first thing that he did told Noah when Noah came off the boat? The same thing he told Adam, be exactly. fruitful and multiply. And then Abraham, he found a man of faith. What did he say to Abraham? I will multiply your seed. And so you find from the beginning, that was God's plan. And then you find in the gospels, what Jesus said in Matthew 28 and Luke 24, was the very same thing. <laughs> uh, and now multiplication means multiplying, not just getting names on a roll of, of a church, but it means people coming to know Jesus, love mm -hmm. Jesus, and walk with Jesus to the place where they are helping others to do the same thing. So th that, and, and the reason I say that would be my message, it is my message today. Because I believe that message will, when you understand the full context of it, it will result in revival among God's people. Amen. And that's the heartbeat of, 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 of the rooftop is we're constantly helping people understand that until you make a disciple, you're not a disciple. Right. The disciples make disciples who make disciples. And that creates that spiritual multiplication and people are then discipled to know Christ and discipled to know how to walk in Christ. And that, that brings revival and awakening. And that yeah. that's, that's so powerful. 
Well, tell us as we wrap well, up. Let, before we do that, let me just say yeah. a year ago, I think we, we were in a meeting together and, yeah. and I, I listened to you share a little bit of that. And my heart just uh, connected <laughs> so much as, as, as I heard you talk and share a little bit about that. So I just wanted to throw that in there. Well, that's, that's, that's just my passion, my heartbeat. And by the way, the first country that I ever visited on my international, I'm now visiting different countries, but the first country I ever visited and preached in internationally was Romania. Oh, um, wow. And it was about a year after the fall. And, yeah. and I remember that well, because I remember the, the church I preached in, I can't even think of the city now I was in, but I remember the church was a fairly large building and I remember it was it was packed out. And I remember people standing outside by the windows, um, listening in to hear the message. And, um, and so, yeah, I have a special place in my heart for Romania because that's where that's kind of where my international journey started and, yeah. and preaching around the world. So so special. But um, well, tell, tell us how we can pray for you and and also how we can become more aware of the ministry that God has given you. Well, first of all, we, we're doing a lot of things digitally now. Um, and I know a lot of people think, what's so spiritual about that? And there's nothing <laughs> spiritual about digital. What's spiritual is about relationships and the word of God. That, that's what's spiritual. So we're, we're trying to take um, out where people are living today. And, and that's one of the key, I think, truths of evangelism is you go to where people are. And here's where most people are living. They're living exactly. on their property. You know, and so we're trying to go there to where people are and minister to them, reach them with the gospel and and um, uh, in, in, in multiple languages. And one of the great mission truths is that every person deserves to hear the message of Christ in their own language. So we're trying to produce things that will help be helpful in, in multiple languages. We, we have created a couple of things that, that might be helpful to the people who listen to your podcast. They're free. Everything we do is free. Uh, we, you know, we trust God to meet our needs and then we, we just give it as it has been freely given to us. So we have created an app. And if you, if you speak English, Sammy Tippett discipleship, uh, and that app will have videos, uh, devotions, uh, text messages, um, scripture passages, training, evangelism, discipleship training, all kinds of things within it. We also have a library in the app uh, that has books and articles by Spurgeon, E.M. Bounds, Andrew Murray, all the great men of God of old that have impacted my life. That's all there. It's all free on the app. You can get the same thing in the um, on, at our website, which is sammytippet.org. In the app store, it's just Sammy Tippet Discipleship. And um, you can go there and, and the only difference in the website and the app, the app has a library that has a lot of rich stuff in it. The, the website does not have the library, but it has everything else. Uh, and so, uh, so that, that's all there. It's free. If you speak another language or you have a friend who speaks a language that wants the same identical thing, the same identical thing. If it's Spanish, for instance, just look in the app store under Sammy Tippett Spanish. Sammy Tippett Russian, Sammy Tippett Farsi or Persian, uh, you know, same thing with the website. Uh, and, and you'll find that you'll find that there. 
we we have started something and i am so so excited about it i put in my identity founder of the digital bible institute there um we have created a digital bible institute we started it last middle of uh in in the middle of this month it'll be a year since we started it there were four of us and we started okay we're going to make disciples and multiply disciples we we started with four of us we now have 725 pastors and leaders around the world were going through this and uh it has four modules the first one is prayer you go through 13 weeks of studying prayer applying prayer principles the second module is evangelism the third module is discipleship and the fourth module is revival and each one of them are 13 weeks and we have 25 teachers a lot of them you would know bill ellip byron paulus richard blackaby uh, kathy brenzel uh, we have just uh, dave butts you know just a lot of very godly people who are teaching in this and uh but it's it's built not just around teaching we you have to be in a group and create a group so that there's application and accountability uh in it so uh and we're seeing god do some incredible things we're having pastors who are being broken going confessing sin repaying people they stole money from you know just just <laughs> god doing some great things and uh uh, in in uh, a, a pastor is in one of my groups, and uh, a Brazilian pastor is a pastor of a uh, mega church in Brazil. Seventy five hundred people attend there every week. They have multiple services, and this pastor just as he was going through this, God just broke him, and he just began to weep. And God came and revived his heart. He got up on Sunday, shared what happened in each one of the services, and God fell in the church and sent revival in the church. So, so we're, we're seeing some exciting things happen with that. Uh, so That's pray great. for them, you know, and uh, we'd love to have anyone who's interested in it, for, in forming a group. Right now, we're working only with leaders. It's created for new believers. But mm -hmm. <laughs> right now, we're just building the foundation. So these 725 people are all leaders that we have, our pastors uh, that, that are and now this year, uh, they will begin to start groups. So it'll begin to multiply. Yeah. And so we, um, we we hope to have uh, probably by the end of this year, we're hoping for two, 3,000 people who are enrolled in it. And then it'll, you know, then then after this, this year, then we get to where we, we're still not at where we're aiming for the new believer. So uh, then we'll start being able to implement this and on a level where there's new believers and we're expecting thousands and thousands. Uh, so pray for that. You know, we would appreciate it. Definitely. Definitely. Well, I'll tell you what, it's been great having, having you today join me and great conversation about prayer revival and what God is doing. I do believe we are living in some of the most exciting days that we have been in. Um, as I'm constantly hearing stories of what God is doing, not just across the United States, but literally around the globe, I um, just recently read some reports about Algeria and the way that God is moving across that country. And it's becoming another Iran in so yeah. many ways. And and so God, God is at work. And I like what you said at the beginning. He's not doing anything new. He's doing what he always does. Yeah. And his people cry out to him and humble themselves and say, God, we desperately need you. God answers. 
and he hears our cry and he moves and dispels the darkness. And, and that's what we're seeing, seeing God do in these days. So Sammy, thank you for taking the time today to join me. And man, we look forward to hopefully crossing paths several times this year in different meetings, probably, and being able to spend some time together over some coffee, maybe, but um, man, I appreciate you, brother. Appreciate all that you do. Well, listen, thank you. Appreciate you. And thank you for what you guys are doing. It's, it's a blessing to me. Like I said, my heart just, uh, I, it, it, I felt that connection. Uh, so I'm, I'm so excited to be with you. We'll be praying for you guys too. Thank you, brother. Well, it's, we talk about some of the interviews we've had with people yeah. and it's like drinking from a fire hose. This is like being thrown into the ocean <laughs> it, and it's, it's an overwhelming yeah, joy to hear and to, to hear the passion in, in his voice. And, and I love what he took us through that when you asked him the question, so tell us what it looks like to join Jesus in his mission. And Sammy began to paint a masterpiece. Amen. <laughs> He, Amen. he took us through and, and I had like four or five sub points where he was telling us what it meant. He says, first thing, it's going to involve a new lifestyle of prayer. You, it's going to change your prayer life. Because, and what he meant by that, and then he clarified it. He says, when we talk about real praying, not that run in, say something. Now I got to go, God, talk to you later. Yeah. But getting in, spending time where where we're spending time with God in such a way that it begins to change the time we spend with him. Yes. That we become more aware of his presence, more aware of his word. We begin to order our lives in such a way that we have time to spend with him. And I love, I said, mm -hmm. you know, God told me I need you to do this. And he said, I took up my calendar. Well, I can't do that. And then he started, you know, yeah, I can. There's all these things that I'm doing that's busy. Yes. But not really important. And you begin to find how, how do I cut the clutter out of my life? What do I do with my calendar and my schedule and realize every 24 hour period is a gift from God. Yeah. How much of that can I give back to him so he can mm. do in and through me what he wants to do? That's, that's what it means. We have to look and change, get rid of the junk that's taking up our time. Because I love how you said we get so busy doing the work of God yes. that we lose out on our time with God. Mm. That's, folks, listen to me. Knowing about God and knowing God is two totally different realities. And what Sammy's calling us to here, what God's calling us to through Sammy, is I don't want you just to know about me. I want you to know me. And so joining Jesus in his mission mm. is knowing God so that he can speak into me where I'm supposed to be, who I'm supposed to talk to, yes. the place I'm supposed to be at. It changes my lifestyle prayer. Amen. And so and then on the other side of that, you have prayer, which is critical to joining Jesus in his mission. But then the other side of that is the word of God itself. Yeah. And, and, and really knowing the word, you cannot know what's on God's heart, Michael. Yeah. outside of knowing the word of God, because that's where God reveals his heart. That's where yeah. God reveals his will. Um, and that's where he speaks primarily. He yeah. speaks through many other things, people and circumstances, but primarily it's through the word. One of the things that Sammy said, and I hope you picked up on this if you were, when you were watching the interview, that I love this line when he talks about the fact that we are a knowledge-centric society. Yeah. 
we're all about knowledge. Um, I mean, we have so many study courses and video courses. I mean, we, we're all about knowledge. But Jesus calls us in Matthew 28 to teach people to observe or obey what he commands. Um, God's love language is obedience, as I said in the interview yeah. with Sammy. I mean, that's that's God's love language. And so so I want to encourage you. Don't just read the word of God to know the word of God. You read the word of God to live the word of God. And so you apply it. And part of joining Jesus in his mission is we take the word, we pray the word, we meditate on the word, and then we we live out the word in every area of life. And 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 so those two components, you got prayer and you got the word. And 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 that has to be at the core of everything as you join Jesus in his mission every single day of your life. Jesus said it to his disciples, if you love me, obey. If you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Yes. And my commandments aren't hard. First, it starts with love one another. Amen. And, and, and that leads us to what he said. The final results of all this is about spiritual multiplication is not just multiplying numbers. Exactly. It's multiplying disciples. It's making disciples who make disciples who make disciples who make disciples who make disciples because we're pouring into them mm -hmm. what God's poured into us so that they can learn how to be in the presence of God mm -hmm. so God can pour into them what he wants them to pour into others. It. It's just a it's a continuous, non-ending feast on his word, on his presence, knowing him. What was it in the Sermon on the Mount? It just That thought just came to mind is... is People said, well, Lord, we did this, we did this, we did this, all in your name. Well, that's wonderful. My name's powerful. But I didn't know you. Yeah. I don't, I don't want Jesus to look me in the eyes and to realize what he's doing is dismissing me from his presence forever because I was so busy doing stuff with God's word, so busy about church work, so busy about denominational work, so busy about work that I was trying to get all the stamps in my book so I could win the prize. Amen. And all of a sudden realized I never had a real personal relationship with Jesus. If, there's a significant difference when we sit here together. Mm -hmm. It feels different when we do the broadcast and we're here together because being in your presence is not the same as seeing your presence on the screen. That's right. And seeing God in his word is not the same as being in his presence in prayer. Spiritual multiplication is spiritual multiplication, not just numbers. I love how he said it. God's desire from beginning is for this world to be filled with people who know him. Mm -hmm. That's the reason he created Adam and Eve. That's exactly Bless. He blessed them and said, go multiply. Go multiply. And, and over and over again, if you go back and look, and I wrote it in my other notes, but, but Sammy kept saying, look at all the different places. Be fruitful and multiply. Be fruitful and multiply. Over and over. Over and over and over again. And then Jesus tells us, by this will all men know that you're my disciples. You will have fruit. Yes. You're going to have fruit. It's, it's, you're going to see it. Mm -hmm. Adam, Noah, Abraham. And finally in Luke, 24 in Matthew 28, when he summed up what, if you had one, I love that question. If you had one message, one message for the church today, the entire church in the whole world, what would it be? And it was real simple. He says, Jesus's message. When he said, 
spread the good news, share the good news of repentance and forgiveness and wait on me in prayer. God's got a gift he's going to give to you. And that gift, when it came, mm-hmm. gave us the power to be disciples who make disciples who make disciples so that discipleship and evangelism is not two separate acts. But discipleship and evangelism is discipleship. Yes, you can't you can't. You really can't divorce the two. And we have in the church, and I'm afraid evangelism has become multiplying numbers instead of multiplying spiritually. Amen. It has been. And that's not what God wants for us. Multiplying people coming to know Jesus, to love Jesus, to walk with Jesus, or leading others to do the same thing. That's what multiplication is about. Teach them. You said it a while ago to observe. Teach them to obey all. Amen. And that's and that was God's game plan. That was Jesus's game plan for us getting the gospel around the world. Yeah. And we and we and we missed that. And we've made it about numbers and growing our kingdoms. And you know, it's about multiplication, the spiritual multiplication. Yeah. And and I love Sammy because he has committed spiritual multiplication. Yeah. So we want to encourage you. Um, first of all, um, if you want to know more about Sammy and the ministry um, of Sammy Tippett. Um, I'm going to pull up his email address here as soon as I can find. Mash the button. Oh, I got to mash the button. He says I have to mash the button. I have to mash the button, folks. I'm on Michael's computer. The mouse so, goes to sleep. That's right. <laughs> so sammytippet.org. And I want to encourage you to go there. And also, Sammy has an incredible app you can download on, on Apple or Google Play stores. Um, and it's just simply Sammy Tippett Discipleship. Now it's in multiple language. So if you speak English, be sure you download the English version. That's right. Is an amazing app filled with videos and teachings and courses all about discipleship, yep. all about multiplication. He has a daily discipleship video that you can follow him on Facebook and watch every day. It's also on the app. And um, he talked about the Digital Bible Institute, which yep. is an amazing, amazing, amazing um, launch of. If you want to really go into some incredible training, um, you can go to sammytippet.org, learn more about the DBI and become a part of that. So so I encourage you to go to his website and learn more and more about Sammy Tippett and his yeah. ministry. And so, don't forget, don't forget, he said that incredible library is not on the website. It's on the app. Yes. Yes. That library There's an incredible library of classic books and writings that yeah. are on the app. You can just read. It's, it's just powerful. So we hope you've enjoyed today and these last two weeks as we've been with Sammy Tippett. Um, again, um, we just encourage you to um, let other people know. Like this, if you are on Facebook or YouTube, um, like it. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Rooftop TV. We have a new channel we, or we're just launching called Roof. It's Rooftop Perspectives 1. And um, you can find that on, on YouTube as well with all, the, all of our um, programs on there. And then share this and leave a review. If you're watching this on Apple or Spotify or some other platform, please leave a review because more people then learn about the podcast. Again, we just invite you to visit our website at therooftop.org. If you want to know more about the ministry of the rooftop, as we um, help people join Jesus and his mission um, in over 65 countries around the globe. And then join us in March 19th and 20th in Arlington, Texas, for the Rooftop Discipleship Summit at Grace Community Church. We are so excited about that, Michael. Oh. Two days, Cesar Kalinowski, Sam Tollett, Dennis Peathers. Um, you and I will be a part of it. Um, it's going to be an amazing 
um, two days of just learning what does it look like to go beyond the walls of our buildings and make disciples. And you can be with us online. Um, we yep. would love that if you are in the Texas area, join us on site. Um, there's no cost to the conference. Nope. Um, just come and sign up, be a part of it. And um, I know Caesar's going to, I think, probably do some giveaways. Um, so sure. this is going to be some free stuff. And we're just going to have a great time at Grace Community Church on those two days. So thank you for joining us today. God bless you. Have an incredible week. And we'll be back next week with another episode of Rooftop Perspectives. God bless.